2: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Weekly Weebs. Woo! This is your host this week, Zerio Machini. I don't, and, why, uh, I don't know why, when you
0: entered in, I just thought of uh, said Hello, nurse! <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: all I thought when you opened. Well, this guy talking about nurse here is... all uh, right it's Crimson here. Uh, you gonna do your news first, or you want me to do mine? Uh, I guess I'll do mine first. <laughs> you know, I don't want... I don't, we're already uh, off to a great start. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, the Pokemon franchise, uh, for its 25th anniversary, is throwing a virtual concert, uh, and it's going to be featuring Post Malone. I saw that. Uh, <laughs>
1: That, that was the last, one of the last people I would have thought of.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: would not have thought Post Malone. Would have thought, like, maybe the Japanese virtual artist or anything. Yeah. Well, I saw the small video of that, like, the jacket he wears with, like, the Pikachu tail on the back of it. It's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, so uh, on their official uh, Twitch channel, on February 27th, they will be uh, streaming this virtual concert with uh, Post Malone. So, you know, check that out if you uh, if you want to. Nice.
3: Yeah.
2: All right, crimson.
0: Yeah. Once again, it's crimson. Holy glennies. Uh My news for tonight is uh, the first episode of Doctor Stone season two uh, dubbed is now um available to watch. Whether it's through Funimation, Crunchyroll, whatever you guys watch it through, uh, check it out. I know I am a hundred percent going to once we get done here tonight, and kind of, I guess, on the phone in front of me best way to put it is uh our next guy
3: are you talking about me
0: yeah well you're the guy on the phone so
4: hi guys this is Wick wiki uh yeah i'm calling in today because of uh someone in my uh, apartment is getting tested for covid so i don't want to be around my boys um but yeah so i got a news fact for you you know what i'm saying it's, uh, yeah, so I covered Jujutsu Kaisen, I think, the last time I did a news back, and it's jumped another five million copies since then. So I think this is fucking huge. I just wanted to share that news. And to the left and or the right of me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Looking like he's just done with the night. <laughs> Bro, I've been at work for 13 hours today. I am done with the night. <laughs> Fair. It's Frenchy here um, rounding out our news. Uh, Hunter Hunter might be coming back. For something, we don't know for sure what, but the uh, two Japanese actresses for Gon and Killua have been hinting at certain things. There are some rumors that it could be a video game, it could be a movie. There's a lot of people that don't necessarily expect it's going to be a f- series rebirth because the manga has not officially come back yet, but uh, we're hoping for potentially at least something more Hunter x Hunter. I'm always
2: open for more Hunter x Hunter.
1: You know, I still need to finish it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, so at least you have more Hunter x Hunter. God. I mean, you always can always the original series it. if you haven't watched it. I guess that's Or true. you can just, you know, rewatch it. Yeah. <laughs> but I want new content. <laughs> I mean, fair. Well, so you don't want to know what uh, in my opinion is one of the greatest things about anime. Uh, when, you're, when you're watching and a character that you love, or maybe that you hate, uh, just comes out of the woodwork and does some amazing shit and they just flex on everybody. Yeah. Anime flexes are some of the most exciting things in anime, and I don't care who you are. Uh, so this week at the Weekly Weebs, we're going to be talking about some of our favorite flexes in anime. Uh, we've each comprised a list of five of some of our favorite uh, anime flexes, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna share that with you. Um,
3: I have way more than five.
2: I have I think twelve as uh, potential backups. I forgot
0: <laughs> to do. I forgot to put some in. I thought about a bunch of them, but I forgot to actually put them in my
1: phone. Do we, do we do another punishment? No,
0: no, 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 no! I watched the anime assignment. I did my fucking task, kinda.
2: So you don't have five five flexes. I have. Just, I just have write
1: down of some of your ideas. I ha- I have a couple. Okay, well, Zero, oh, you, you have are our two host. Weeks for this. <laughs> yeah, he's right. You did technically have two weeks. We were supposed to do this last week, but that's it, true. That's true. Yeah, well, I was occupied. Right. Zero, get us started all
2: right so uh to talk about some of my favorite flexes in anime uh i'm gonna start out with what i believe to be kind of an underdog one and that's hero and excalibur versus everybody from soul eater (laughs) as you all know excalibur is the ultimate weapon it's better than anybody and it comes with a huge set of rules that you have to follow in order to, to be able to be his Meister. Um, and then uh, a nobody character named Hero decided to take on that mantle. And to prove the awesome power of Excalibur, he went and smacked everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Just everyone. Black Star, Death the Kid, it didn't matter. It didn't matter who you were. <laughs> He smacked you. And then
1: he still found Excalibur just be so annoying, he put it back.
2: Yeah, but it took him a long time. Yeah. Possibly longer than anybody. Yeah. <laughs> All right, who's going next?
4: So due to order, we did the names in.
2: So that'd be,
0: uh, that'd be Crimson. Me? Yep. Okay, I actually did come up with a very quick list of the stuff that I thought of in my head. Sweet. Um. So one of them, and it's from Naruto, it's one of the scenes I have actually watched. Um, it's in the fight of Rockley versus Gara. Yeah, I I, I hate you.
1: this was gonna be on everyone's Yeah list. I was just I said, This you. is the most well known flex <laughs> yeah. in anime. Absolutely. He's standing
0: there and guys like Alright you can take off the weights He's like You sure I, I, you told me not to do this. He's like it's fine, go ahead. He's like alright. Takes off the weights, drops them. Everybody's like, that's weak and all that. Boom! Boom! A big old break. The fucking face is on everybody. <laughs> and then the fucking Kakashi's like, really? You had to go that fucking hard? <laughs> and he's like, yeah! <laughs> and he just bodies Gara
1: like it was nothing. As has been stated. Yes. Ultimate defense
4: my ass.
1: <laughs> Ultimate catch these hands. Yeah, for real. These hands rated E for everyone. Yeah.
4: Even
3: though he didn't end up losing that fight. Still. That yeah, but fight. that was bullshit. It was a yeah. moral victory. Yeah. It,
0: it was, yeah, it was a... It was a big... It was a big victory for anime lovers, specifically. Yeah. To just see that shit go down. One of
1: my favorite memes is talking about how Gara wrecked Sasuke in front of his friends and then wrecked Gara <laughs> in front of his family. And then it says, Wreck them in front of thy squad. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah. Um, I was if, like, this... good." I was going to say, as has been said many times... On this anime, Rock Lee versus Gara is where you decide if you're going to keep watching Naruto or not. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that is
3: like the most
4: pivotal moment. In that deciding factor is that fight. I feel like is that how intense it is.
0: Yeah, I've seen that fight, and I've watched quite a bit, but I've never finished.
3: Like, I, I remember where like
2: I ended. Enough, I'm like 193 episodes into Shippuden. I'm glad your Naruto one is different than mine because I was 100%
1: sure somebody else was going to say that one. I was too. It's on my list, but I just had it just in case. <laughs> yeah. But that's why I made backups. <laughs> <laughs> because
4: I have like five Naruto ones.
1: All right. Wiki, you're up next.
4: <laughs> okay, I'm going to say this one before anybody else says it, all right? Kaisen. Gojo. Infinite Void, that shit, when he first brought that out, when he was fighting Volcano Head, dude, dude, he basically just tells him, he's like, no matter what you do, you are not going to be able to fucking touch me. (laughs) It's not happening. Dude, that was, I just, I can't explain to you how fucking hyped I was when he revealed his fucking void out like that. That was fucking cool as shit. Yeah. And then he just proceeds to leave the battle for a second to go get his <laughs> student and show him how fucking gnarly he is and just absolutely slap, like dick slaps this volcano dude in the face. I just
2: like, the, the guy's just like,
1: what just happened? Where am I?
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not only does he leave to go get his student, they have enough time to have an entire conversation before he yeah. just bams back.
4: <laughs> it's ridiculous. He's like, that... That whole episode was just a huge flex on just him himself and how fucking tight he is. Like, yeah, yeah I told you if we were to re- uh, resurrect the this demon king that I would be able to beat him because I am stronger than him. And I feel like that kind of solidified it because he's not going to be able to fucking touch me.
1: <laughs> I just remember watching that scene and just texting mm. Wiki in all capital letters. Infinite Void! <laughs> dude. Yeah,
0: dude, it's so fucking cool. You haven't know, been so strong you're flexed on yourself. <laughs> well, now you can.
2: I totally get why uh, everybody simps over Gojo. Yeah, those eyes. Those eyes.
0: Still haven't watched it. <laughs> I've come to realize, like, now, now that I've started watching Promised Neverland subbed because, well, that's, all, that's the only way I can watch it now. I've come to realize that it's... I enjoy watching anime subbed if there's not a lot of,
1: like, action or things like that are, like... Heavily going on to where I have to try and focus on both. I'll straight up tell you there are some anime the sub is way better. Mm-hmm. Attack on Titan, for example. There's a lot of action. I mean, yeah. I recently re a couple episodes dubbed with my fiance who was watching season three. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I forgot how bad this is. <laughs> I, I love Attack on Titan sub, and yeah. I'll admit I like Promised Neverland sub more. I love um Erica Mendez's Emma. But I don't really like a lot of the other English voices.
2: Cole, yeah. you're wearing a... Uh, Crimson, you're wearing a Demon Slayer shirt. I like Demon Slayer better subbed. And that's considering that Johnny Young Bosch is in the dub.
0: Well, again, I think... Again, it's easier for me because now I'm not trying to focus back and forth. And mm-hmm. plus, since I'm still new to the sub game right, right. now, watching Promised Nightmare <laughs> you know, sub, where there's not, you know, a huge amount of, like, Action and stuff going on. Yeah. It's easy for me to be able to bounce back
2: and forth. So yeah. more con- conversation heavy.
4: Exactly. Don't no, worry, Cole. You're going to join the dark side soon enough. You'll, yeah. yeah. You'll yeah. join me eventually, and then we can cuddle up and watch it all night long. I mean,
0: what? What? I'll still probably watch more dubbed over sub, but at least then I won't be, you know, so nitpicky about it being subbed or dubbed. So, okay, Frenchie.
1: So, I actually have a couple villain... Uh, Flexes online. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. And my so first one was one of the most depressing scenes for me as an Attack on Titan fan. It is Annie, the female Titan, versus Squad Levi. Oh. <laughs> These are supposed to be like the bit- biggest and baddest uh, members of the Scout Regiment. And she just comes in in her Titan form, protects the nape of her neck, and fucking wrecks them. I hated and loved that scene. And I just thought of, you know, for kind of introduce like we had seen the female Titan, but we hadn't seen what she could do. Yeah. Seeing that was just like, well, shit. And that was kind of our first introduction to learning what the nine Titans could do. We saw Aaron be able to punch a bunch of Titans. Yeah. But the hardening power and just the skills of the female Titan. That was the first look into what would end up becoming the nine titans
0: please tell me somebody has the other really big flex of attack on titan
1: there are actually quite a few uh, the, the I, very big levi flex uh
2: everything levi does is a flex i will tell you His, now none of my none of my five uh are from attack on titan but many were considered I'm talk about the season three fight
1: that he was in The season four fights better <laughs> There are bigger flexes in Season 4. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, already.
3: Again,
0: I haven't seen much of Attack on Titan. I've only seen that snippet of the Season 3 fight with Levi.
3: Yeah.
4: I remember you saying you were going to catch up one day because you were going to play games watching Plunderer and then watch Attack on Titan Plunderer. Saturday. but yes. I don't think that happened.
0: Uh, Saturday, I watched Fate Zero because so I wanted to get ago. a bunch of that done. That was like then... two weeks ago. That was last week. The fuck? And then I watched... No, I finished it. We
4: made this agreement when oh. you said you were going to watch Plunderer on Friday while you played video games in the background because you already I did. It.
0: I finished Plunderer in the background while playing video games. And then the next day you
2: games. were going to watch Attack on Titan, all of it, because it was not that far to get That's true. Out. I do remember but, that. It was at your house. I vaguely remember what happened. Yeah, I know <laughs> what I'm
4: talking about, Crimson. I barely <laughs> remember what happened
0: yesterday. I just remember finishing Fate Zero yesterday. I was going to watch anime today, and then I saw that there was a new... Uh, event going on for Genshin and I was like,
2: you know what? I'm gonna jump on that. Okay, we'll bring us back. Yeah. So, my next one is a show that I uh, I don't think any of you have seen. Uh, it's from Bofuri. Um, nope. <laughs> uh, I didn't want to get hurt, so I put all of my stats into defense. Um, that's that's still a title. Uh, still cracks me up. So, this flex uh, is Maple, who's the main character. Uh, she uses uh a move a skill she acquires from a boss called atrocity um and uh she does that to become the boss that she slayed in the middle of a pvp event and just slaughters everybody uh maple is one of those characters that everything she does is a flex but she doesn't mean to so Levi. Levi for sure means to. Levi for sure yeah. means to flex. Yeah. Ma- totally does. yeah, Maple is just trying to have like a fun time, but uh, once she uses Atrocity, she just she takes out literally like dozens of other players, and they just have no way of being able to handle it because they're on PvP restrictions and not able to handle a raid boss.
0: <laughs> All right, Crimson, yeah. we get awesome. next? Uh, I gotta open my phone again. Cause my phone turn off. Oh. oh, okay. So, one of the biggest flexes that I thought of, and there's much. I'm sure there. Thinking back on now, there are much bigger flexes in this show. For sure. But this was the first big flex, and it was in Food Wars. It was when um, uh, Soma's restaurant was about to get shut down because, like, the big. The suits and all that were coming in. It was like, oh, your place is shit. We're going <laughs> to tear you down. He's like, okay, well, I don't have any meat, but I'm going to make something for you guys that's going to be even better. And he made like that fake pork roast using and bacon, bacon and potatoes. And it fucking just, it showed off just how good of a cook he is and how he was able to make something that tasted like meat without using meat just to say, hey, fuck you guys. And like that, like, again, that was probably the first big flex of the show. And like I said, there are many, many more, probably better flexes, but that was the first one I could think of because I also saw a TikTok on it earlier today and I was like, that was a great scene.
2: Yeah, I've never seen Food Wars. Uh, it's on my list, but that does seem like a show where it is just flex after flex
0: it's a that show is literally just a giant hey i'm gonna cook better than you yeah
2: and
1: they flex on it it's a shonen but cooking yeah that sounds awesome
0: it's incredible (laughs) it's such a good show i love it well wick wiki
4: well speaking of food wars because i also love that show and one of my flexes is also from food wars one of the 21 that I had, because I, I wrote a lot, dude.
3: Uh, I stopped at 12 just because I got flex that
4: happened before this flex, and that continues to happen the entire series. Is Soma's dad yes. flexing the fuck on his child <laughs> every time they get in a food battle and wipes his fucking head on the floor.
0: How and many wins rides- did he have?
4: Dude, it's like in the like five hundred. It's fucking ridiculous. How many times his dad is just beating his child into the ground? Although
0: these were meant to make him better. Yeah, but so that that's is what they all say. Flex. But that is yeah, a huge flex.
4: His dad just literally flexing on him every time they cook, no matter what happens, just fucking kicking his ass.
0: And Soma still hasn't beaten him. Yep. Yeah, I problems. can agree with that heavily.
1: Okay, so. <laughs> I've got another villain, because, again, it's kind of the way I went. (laughs) In fact, I think of the original five, three of them were villains. Nice. But it is one of my all-time favorite anime scenes. It is just titled... I think the episode is titled Return of the Fearer. It is a scene that all of us have seen. And it is right after we assume... well. They assume, you, as the viewer, you should never assume that he's gone. That Wrath, <laughs> or Fuhrer King Bradley, has been blown up and killed in the train accident. And you just see in the background him just walking while they're facing <laughs> someone else. And then it later just pops in on his face with his Ouroboros on his eye. And he is pissed. <laughs> carrying two swords. He rushes an entire battalion from Fort Briggs takes out multiple tanks and basically single-handedly retakes the building that had been held by the Northern Army. It is one of the coolest displays of power in that show from someone who's half-human, yeah. and as far as we know, is not an alchemist whatsoever, just is a human made into a humunculus. Mm-hmm. It is just. I. It, you, Would you say
0: he he showed them his wrath?
1: Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And
4: he is the pure embodiment
0: of
3: wrath, and he definitely showed that.
1: Yeah. And just the, the English voice acting in that scene, just the entire show for King Bradley. Mm-hmm. You can argue sub versus dub, but if anyone tells me the sub for *Fullmetal Alchemist: Brotherhood* is better, I don't care what you say—you're wrong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because the voice acting for Fear of King Bradley and for Father. Is enough to show you you're wrong. Yeah,
0: I mean, hell, even uh, Ed's voice is really good. Oh, Vic, Vic is incredible. A, yeah, see, Vic and does a
1: splendid job. Him as Nagato, as both old and uh, young Nagato, was amazing in Naruto. Yeah, revealing <laughs> who the real pain was. I'm so happy you finally got there. Hell, even his act, even his uh, voice
0: acting as Crow when he was still doing Ruby, was amazing. <clears throat> I mean, you only you guys only got up to volume three, but he he did a great. He does a great
2: job. Yeah. Um, so my next one, Wick uh, Wicky. I think you'll be happy about this. Uh, about it's it. when the Spiral King exits his gunmen. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, Frenchie, this this one is like yours, where it's about the villain and. Uh, Gurren Lagann is a mecha anime, so everybody fights in giant mechs, but then the Spiral King, after his gunman gets damaged, he decides, you know what, I don't need this, this is just extra weight, so he steps out of his mech, and he just starts whooping Gurren Lagann's ass himself, he decides this is a, a job for his own two hands, and he starts taking on...
1: The his most... hands are also rated E for everyone. Yeah,
2: and he starts taking on the most powerful mech in the anime with his own strength. And it is amazing. He rips it apart. He kicks his ass.
3: sometimes
4: tight as I love that show so much.
2: Yeah, I already want to rewatch it.
4: <laughs> you will be seeing my young Padawan.
2: Yeah, I hope so. Uh, well... Crimson, what's your next one?
0: Uh, so I was looking at my list, and I looked at one of them, and then I thought about another one, and in the same show, and I was like, oh shit, that one was
1: huge. Just telling um, you, time-wise, we're gonna be way past all our 5 so we can keep going. Yeah, that's, yeah, why, that's, why,
4: that's be- why I have, I've made so many, <laughs> So,
1: mine
0: is from My Hero Academia. It's when Overhaul goes to visit the League of Villains, and, uh... Oh, what's his fucking name? Uh, the guy that has the uh, reverse polarity quirk. the Magma. Or Magna.
1: The cross-dresser?
0: Yeah, Magna. When he rushes in on Overhaul, and Overhaul just reaches out and just blows up his whole fucking arm without even a second thought. Oh, yeah. That was fucking insane and that was a f- or no he blew he straight blew him up yeah not his arm. arm yeah yeah but
1: yeah that was like one of the first shows of overhaul's power we got i think that was because
2: that, that was, was. The, yeah because that was the end of the because at the end of two, season right? well no that so was at the beginning three.
0: of season three end of season two was them getting ready to steal something from truck
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. And you only
0: saw just, like, that moment. Yeah, but you right. saw the mask, and are like, what the fuck is going on? That's right. You know? yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, season three was when we got that first taste of Overhaul's power, and yeah. a, my first peak of interest in loving the character, Yeah, and just seeing him straight up just scratch his finger, and that just explodes into fucking oblivion.
2: Yeah, Overhaul is, uh, I think he's my favorite my hero villain, and he—he's he's one of the, those characters Cole, that simp for overhaul a little bit. I mean, y'all
0: simp over some eyes. I simp over to be the ability to recreate and destroy. Yeah,
2: alchemy. Exactly. I would
4: also simp over those eyes if you saw them. That's in the true. Show.
2: That's true. They're amazing. They're beautiful. I haven't seen it yet, so. Well, yeah, that's (laughs) fine. Well, you'll get there. Uh, Wikwiki, what's your next one?
4: Uh, So, I'm going to go with the villain trope here real quick also. And it's from Naruto, of course. It's Madara fucking Uchiha, bro. Tyler, if you don't want to hear this, close your fucking ears.
3: I I probably already
2: know this. I I think I'm about to be...
0: uh, Did he say Madara? I think think I'm about to be upset. (laughs) The Madara flex? I I know about this.
4: I think think he's about to steal mine. Well, there's like five that he does, first of all. Or more than five. So, it's, it's, from the start when he first gets shown, everything after that is pretty much a flex. I have like five of his that I have for backups. But the one I'm going to use is when he... Okay. Rock, uh, heads or tails? Tails. <laughs> okay, fuck, okay. So, the one that I'm going to be using now, hopefully it's not the one that you chose. Uh, when he is sends down the meteor on the Hoka- the the fucking hokages mm-hmm. the kages and then they about to stop it and then as they were doing that he summoned a second one and fucking dropped it and then fucking made that shit collapse to the ground demonstrating and he's like yeah yeah okay you stopped one but what about this other one you think you can do that bitch nah son
2: that's a that's a more specific moment, but yeah, that was that's basically what mine was.
3: Okay, fuck. <laughs> I take it back. No, you
2: it's already it back? <laughs> okay, I have that's all right. One. I got some backups too. No worries.
4: Use the one where he's like actually fighting all of them.
2: We're, no, we're just gonna move on. We're just yeah. No on. worries. I'm good. I'm good. Sorry. But yes, that's an awesome flex because Madara is another one of those guys that where. His entire existence is flexing. Yeah, uh, he's zero chill at any moment, and that is a moment where you you don't really get craziness like that. Just pure shows of force where uh, the the good guys manage to stop the villain from doing like their big attack, and then he's like, "Okay, well, can you do that?" Again, (laughs) right right away,
1: (laughs) with which he does. Yeah, Yeah. Um, moderate kind of kind of peak. So I'm gonna go another villain, Mm -hmm. and this is one that I feel like most people wouldn't really think of flexes from, even though the entire show is them just trying to figure out who's better Um, from Yukio. Going to go with Merrick Ishtar. Um, oh, Eric, Allowing Mai to take the winged dragon of Ra from him, knowing she wouldn't be able to use it because she wouldn't be able to read it, and him literally just going, if you don't mind, I'll take my card back now, and just <laughs> reads the inscription from memory, basically, and unlocks it and uses it to send her to the fucking Shadow Realm. Yeah. <laughs> I, Merrick Ishtar is just a huge flex the entire time, because... Well, oh, Yami Merrick is yeah. anyway because just the, when he goes to the dark side, all he wants to do is just mess with people. Yeah, and send them to hell. Yeah, <laughs> <Watch out> around. <laughs> yeah, and I I love Merrick Ishtar. He is one of my favorite bad villains. Because the entire show is bad, but incredible. Yep. <laughs> but, incredibly bad. Pretty much. But, yeah, I that was one of my favorite moments. And I think it's a very underrated flex. Because he's just like, here, take the most powerful card in the game. You're not going to be able to use it. And then I'm going to use it to kill you. <laughs> and then he just, yeah, he takes and it And he back. does it. <laughs> so, yeah, Merakish Ishtar. Damn. <laughs> I'm I said go- I said I was gonna have some that I didn't think anyone else would think of. I haven't gotten that far in Yu Gi Oh. How
0: have you not gotten that far in Yu Gi Oh? <laughs> what? Because <What>? I. <laughs> so here's my thing with Yu Gi Oh. It's <laughs> when I was a kid. Technically, I wasn't allowed to watch it because of my mom. But I yeah right. <laughs> that no, no, offense, my, my no offense to our viewers who see, are Christian. my
2: Christian parents bought me all of my Yu-Gi-Oh cards Same. and took me to Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments. Yeah,
0: mine, mine was not that way. <laughs> so I only wa- like saw like very couple episodes. The most I watched, I think, it was like maybe consecutively.
1: The most I watched was up till after Pegasus got beaten. Oh, so you watched the worst part, and then missed out on Battle City. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> now, Given, the first season of Yu-Gi-Oh! is the worst season, mm-hmm. but it still has... Actually, I think, really... They- so we have Orichalcos is the worst season, because Darts is a stupid villain. Uh, yeah, but, like, all- but his entire cult is yeah. awesome.
2: Raphael's amazing. And, like, Darts is dumb, but literally everything else, I, I think Seal of Orichalcos is the best season.
1: I, I think <laughs> when they're trapped in the game with Noah... It's my personal favorite just because the um, duel. Yeah, um, uh, that is technically still part of
2: the, uh, the Battle City arc. Yeah, uh, but really it's, enough. it is it,
1: separate, a separate season all, pretty much in itself. Yeah. But yeah, I think that is uh, a very underrated flex. And just overall, Mirakish Tar is great. And he's the one that accidentally frees them from noah's world just because he uh gets bored and pissed off and goes and destroys a bunch of shit yeah which in of itself is another flex because yeah. he just got past a bunch of security
2: well yeah who's gonna stop him no one <laughs> anyone with the remote capabilities is stuck in a video game
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. all right back to you Zaria. uh
2: so um uh frenchy uh you, you just got done watching uh, season one of One Punch Man, not too recently. Uh,
1: <laughs> Another show that is just flex. <laughs> yeah,
2: uh, it, It's pretty flex heavy, um, but there's, there's one that it was actually the very first scene from One Punch Man that I ever saw. It was a little clip on Facebook, and watching this clip inspired me to to dive into One Punch Man, and I have I no exactly regrets. what you're talking about. Uh, and, and that moment is when he is taking the exam <laughs> yes, to get dude. into the Hero Association, and he's just, you know, standing there as, like, derp Saitama, <laughs> and then he's getting oh, ready for, like, the 50-meter dash or whatever, and then immediately, <laughs> he, <laughs> he gets all defined and muscular, and then he just... Effortlessly powers through every single. (laughs) The side by sides (laughs) is my favorite. Yeah. Just like, what the fuck is going on? He just makes those after images. Oh, and getting his head stuck in the ceiling. He tries to do the high jump. Yeah, he's the whack a mole, even. He just pummels into (laughs) dust. It's just. He's not even trying, and he's never trying, except for against Boros for one punch. Uh. But it's just, it's the perfect culmination of everything that show is. Yeah, in one set <laughs> of scenes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's the greatest flex. And that is the the thing. When I saw that in that little Facebook clip, I was like, I have to, I have to chase down this show. I need to know what it's about. And I have I, to chase this down. I have no regrets. It's an amazing show.
0: I think, honestly, even if it's as a joke, like for viewers that probably has to be the biggest flex of all time it was is that test that no that yep. entire
1: show <laughs> him taking a galactic you know super mutant essentially who yeah. also is looking for someone he can beat in more than one punch yeah and <laughs> then just yeah okay you you did a great job you're lying to me yeah. Uh <laughs> just bunches him out of oblivion.
2: Yeah, and the uh, the series creator confirmed that Lord Boros uh, is um, he's as strong as Super Saiyan 3 Goku. eyebrowsless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's those eyebrows, man. You gotta get rid of them for true strength. I
1: fucking hate it. <laughs> and the
0: hair. You gotta yeah. get rid of the hair.
2: No, you gotta get more hair. You gotta get so much hair.
0: No, if you want to be strong as Saitama, you gotta... Be bald.
1: Oh, yeah. All right, Crimson, what's your next one?
0: So I was bouncing back and forth between a few of these, and since we're going on more, I'm going to go continue with the villain trend here as well. Um, Demon Slayer. Uh, The very first time we meet uh, Kibutsuji, when... uh, Michael Jackson? Hell yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Where uh, Tanjiro's, Tanjiro's running through all the people in the crowd, meets the guy trying to find a way to just end this dude and without even like, without any effort just slices his hand and just turns the guy into a demon just out of the blue without there's a lot of things that that show can get away with Mm -hmm. but being able to be fast enough to do that in a group of people, specifically with your wife and your daughter, standing right there in front of you with no one noticing with no one noticing that shit's intense. Yeah. Because I was honestly bouncing back and forth between that one and later in the show when the other demon's trying to run away from him. <laughs> and next thing you know, he's guys, he, his whole body's gone. He's just a head in Kibbutzichi's hand.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think the demon is... Creating the demon right there is even better. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, what's great about Kibutsuchi is I think he only appears in like two scenes. Yeah. And in both of those scenes, he it's just... Great.
0: Is the, it three? the third one is when he's in an alley and he just obliterates a guy so oh, still yeah. all three scenes
1: <laughs> he appears in just ridiculous show of power yeah. exactly
0: <laughs> I mean hey season 2 we might get more uh, I yeah. hope we do I'm sure we will I, uh, yeah I'm sure we will
2: All right, Wiki. <laughs> hey can you wake up all please right. nap time's over buddy
4: <clears throat> yeah sorry you gotta uh, go to school so my next <laughs> flex as you guys know I really like One Piece yeah, so we I have to include at least one One Piece flex.
2: What? What? Don't you talk shit about One Piece like all the time?
4: I oh, will fuck you up, Higgins. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, that answered our
2: question real fast. Yeah, he talks shit about it all the time.
4: Um, is one of my so f- oh, I'm tossing. I'm gonna do two in this list. Not, nah, I'm gonna say one later. First one I'm gonna say is Mihawk versus Zoro for the very first time. When you see them going on their travels, and when he meets Zoro, he. Zoro tells him what he wants is to become the number one swordsman, and he wants to fight the number one swordsman, and you're sitting there thinking, oh, this is going to be a hot man until he finds him. Nope. Shows up randomly out of the fucking blue. Zora immediately tries to go and fight him, and he's like, I don't need my actual sword to deal with you. Pulls out this fucking baby ass knife. I just yeah, saw this. And then just fucking deflects everything Zora's throwing at him and fucking bodies his ass.
0: I remember that scene. That I just saw that recently. a of
4: power if I've never seen one. Flexing on a swordsman who is known as a pirate hunter and then joins Luffy's pirate crew and who you've seen be pretty fucking strong. Like, you didn't think he was weak, you know?
1: Until he ran up a hill. You
4: see, like, you actually see how actually small <laughs> yeah. he is in this world because of Mihawk demonstrating how crazy he actually is.
0: I mean, hell, he sliced through a ship, a big-ass ship, with his sword in one swing.
4: Dude, I don't even feel like that's like, as powerful as Miyok actually is.
0: I mean, no. I'm definitely not, but
4: yeah, like... I just felt like that was a huge flex, dude. Like, that shit was gnarly.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I can agree with that heavily. So, do I uh, switch it up and do a hero now? <laughs> <You> <laughs> I don't, don't know. Really yeah, he's
4: not necessarily a villain.
1: He's No, no I, I meant for me. I've done three villains so far. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> mine is one that I thought for sure someone would have already. Fuck her. Oh, wait, no. I thought you were talking about...
2: No, no, not mine. Oh. Mine. Oh. Okay. possessive. <laughs> okay. <Damn>. So. <laughs> yeah, mine had the biggest flex on Shield Hero. By being bug. the biggest bitch. <laughs> so- Man, she got him for rape allegations. No bigger flex.
1: Anyways, so I got four words for this flex. United States of Smash. Yeah. (laughs) And not just the punch itself, but The, the trick of making him think that all the power was in the other hand and then flipping it to the other one and just smashing all for one into the ground when it looked like all for One was done for, or was going to take out All
0: Might. He's straight up, like, you can't tell me he that All Might did not dab on All for One.
1: <laughs> and I mean, just the, uh, the quote before, what are you going to do, kill me again, All Might? He's going to fucking try.
3: <laughs> I'll fucking try.
1: <laughs> that moment, I just remember watching that, and my roommate actually called it. Because of all the different states, he said there's a big moment in the open where All Mine just has a huge punch and he just goes, That's United States of Smash. <laughs> and it ended up being United States of Smash. Hell yeah. So, yeah. That, that is my uh, flex from I actually, MHA. I actually
0: remember getting very uh, teary-eyed during that scene
1: specifically. I yelled,
0: fuck! <laughs> I mean, just the overall fight. I was getting teary-eyed because I was watching all my getting bodied left and right, and they did that. And I was just like, yes! Ah! I was literally decked here that entire scene.
2: All right, back to the top. So, there is one mighty flex i want to talk about um but it's in hunter hunter and crimson you haven't seen it yet so uh you might need to okay
1: ears are covered let's go all right i can't have him listen to the podcast this week (laughs) nope you can't
2: so uh king the (laughs) the the most powerful possibly the most powerful character in the show definitely the most powerful of all the chimera ants when um the leader of the hunter association the chairman i can't remember his name and then uh netero Netero and uh zeno when they team up to go attack king and uh they meet him in the stronghold and uh they decide to have their their fight somewhere else and king agrees so what does he do
1: I think you're at this point, haven't you already? I don't know,
0: but regardless of me covering my ears, and I, I can still hear everything, so I'm like, fuck I don't it. think what this
1: is a huge it spoiler, honestly.
3: It, it's,
2: not the, it's not a big spoiler, but it is, it is an amazing flex. Um, uh, King agrees to go with them to another location for the fight, and what does he do? He walks past them without a single word, without even acknowledging their existence. They are, like, he's the ant, but to, to him, these mighty warriors are the ants. And even when they get to the location of their fight, what does he do? He sits down. And it's not like a, a really big flashy flex, but it's one that really can fuck with your head. Yeah. He thinks <laughs> so lowly of... What we were led to be to believe as some of the strongest humans in the world, strongest in the end users. Yeah, <laughs> and he gave no fucks. This was just time passing for him. Yep. Yeah. He's he's
1: like, okay, bring on the next game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that's a good one. Yeah. A good it, one. It's.
0: I haven't gotten that, I haven't gotten to that part yet. But yeah,
1: yeah that's it, not really anything he needs to worry too much about yeah
2: it's just uh but it's one of those things where you know most flexes are big and flashy but that one it speaks volumes for what like doesn't happen yeah yeah okay uh mine also has to do with hunter hunter um
0: during the uh, during the hunter exams when they're in the tower and it's uh, Don, Kila, and gang. They're on that. Uh, they're trying to beat those four prisoners. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kila was up against the major killer guy who's like, I will kill a kid. Kila just walks up and just effortlessly just rips the guy's heart out. <laughs> yeah. He just walks right past him. And he's just like, is that my heart? And he's just holding it in a napkin, just smiling at him. Uh, that voice. was a huge... I thought that was a huge flex for me because... We never got to really see what Kila could do up till that moment. And he's going up against this big, strong guy who's like, you know, he's like, I'm invincible. I've killed so many people. Nothing can hurt me. And this kid just walks up and's like, oh, thanks for the heart, man. And just <laughs> just completely annihilates him without even trying.
2: That, yeah. that was huge. Yeah, this little 10-year-old just comes out and just Kali-Maz you. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer's your ass. Yeah. Like you're made of pudding. Exactly. And he's like, That's my heart. Give it back. And Kill's like, Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a new little toy. You got it at Build a Bear.
0: And everybody's just staring, like, The fuck just happened?
1: <laughs> Alright, Wick
4: Dude, so I, I'm going to say before I forget about it my kill reflex for Hunter Hunter is also <laughs> has to do with. Thing. oh geez I'm just, huh, huh. my collection hunter hunter also has to do with kilowatt but it's also in a different scenario where after they're when they're in to island kill leaves for a minute to go back to take the hunter exam oh yeah for the second time yeah and then the first stage like right you guys have to dwindle down a little bit let's make this hurry here collect three badges or however many come coming here and then he's like everyone there should be people showing up by now When he goes to open the door, Killua walks in, bag full of badges, because he just bodies everybody that went to go take the Hunter's exam. That's fucking crazy. That Uh, was a huge... You've seen people show up to Hunter's exams that are already powerful and known then, you know what I'm saying? It just shows you how badass Killua is and demonstrates his power at that young of an age. Yeah, he just beats the fuck
2: out of everybody.
0: (laughs) He was one of my favorite characters... In Jump Force before I even watched Hunter Hunter, and then watching yeah. Hunter Hunter, I was like, "Yeah, this guy's my favorite character." Yeah,
1: so. he was awesome. Yeah. Yes, uh, Gon's the main character, but everyone loves Kira. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, you just you can't not
3: love him.
1: Yeah. Um. So my next one is one of those pseudo anime that we talked about that are on the line of whether or not they're anime or not, mm-hmm. and um, it is Toph versus the Mountain.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: yes. The mountain has certain feelings contradicting oh, yeah. feelings about fighting a little girl.
0: What are you scared?
1: The Toph is the mountain is over it's feelings. Yes. And then Toph wipes the fucking floor with him. In one move. Yeah. Oh my god. And then also along those lines of them thinking that oh, you're an earthbender and you're in a metal cage, Toph. Metal bends <laughs> for the first time in human history. <laughs> so, yeah, just Toph in general is a major flex. Yeah. But especially the Toph versus Mountain moments is Bru- incredible.
0: Bruh, Toph
2: as the Fire Lord of Ozai was a flex. <laughs> it's the, the Mountain Lord. Yeah, the Mountain Lord. It, even, uh, even when it's not actually Toph, it's a flex. Yes. with the with the uh, Fire Nation players. <laughs> When it's that big guy playing as <laughs> Toph. It's like... They call me Toph, because it sounds like tough. <laughs> and I was like, yep, pretty accurate.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
2: Toph's a flex as a whole. You're yeah. not wrong on that. Yeah, so
1: uh, that five went pretty quickly. How are we doing? Yeah. We five? got about 15 minutes, so... Let's, let's, let's
4: do a couple more rounds.
1: Yeah, I've All still right. got a couple. I think I've got two left. Uh,
2: so... I guess I'll do another uh, another Naruto one. This one won't be Madara, but it'll be one that Frenchie has seen recently um, where uh, Pain, when he invades the Leaf Village and he just decides oh, to uh, blow up the whole thing with a flick of his wrist. I lost
1: my shit at that scene. <laughs> 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 Almighty <laughs> push.
2: Yeah, a- after a little conversation with uh with lady hokage he just decides i mean i'll show you guys what i'm made of like you'll see why i call myself god and he just simply pushes the leaf village out of the way ah, push,
1: it. push it real good we'll, we'll take the leaf village and,
2: and push, push it, it over, there. over there it's it's truly amazing uh Pain is one of my favorite anime villains of all time, and that was decided long before that
1: fight, <laughs> and that really just put that nail in that coffin. I thought the pain Jiraiya fight was great, and yeah. I know that there were some like bad animation moments, like the time that, you know, Pain gets punched in his face just like reverberates multiple yeah. times, <laughs> but holy shit, that fight was incredible. Mm-hmm. Not just because of all the action for it, but the depth that they went through in the description. Hinata coming to the rescue and stuff like that. Hinata's best fucking girl. She's even more best fucking girl now. Absolutely. And the fact that Naruto got back and fucking hugged Sakura and didn't go hug Hinata, I wanted to reach my phone and (laughs) strangle him.
2: Well, Naruto's an idiot. uh, That's for sure. But Hayan is... Filled with flexes and has seven bodies to flex with, (laughs) and he,
1: and he makes it known. I mean, hell, in that same fight, Naruto flexes pretty hard. Yeah, with literally just one push to the ground, destroying the robot one. (laughs) Oh god, that fight was incredible. Yeah. Anyway, Crimson. Uh, My next one is uh, another MHA one. Uh,
0: The very first time, or not very first time, but the. Reveal of Mirio's powers when he goes up against all of Class One A Oh yeah, that's so good. Like, that's not I he wasn't trying to kill them or anything. He just decided I'm gonna strip naked and wipe the floor with all of you. I mean he doesn't decide to
1: R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> earbuds weirds. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, I, sorry.
0: <laughs> but yeah, like that was just so fucking great like all these other people like all this whole class has all these different quirks and he's like i don't care i'm just gonna literally go through all of you guys (laughs) literally and figuratively
2: mirio's my favorite hero in the show even uh even post powers he's still he's still my hero yeah okay wiki
4: so guys my next flex is from attack on titan right on from the new series uh seasons when you meet aaron in the bottom of the basement when he's talking to reiner and the little kid (laughs) he's just flexing on them with his presence at first saying yeah i'm in enemy territory i'm here I'm calm collected, and I'm about to fucking rock your shit and transform, and then just destroy everything. I ain't scared. That is just—I feel like that's a huge flex yeah. in a very pivotal moment in the show, and it was just perfect.
2: He only committed several war crimes, and
1: then <laughs> ate another Titan. By using another Titan's, I think the biggest flex in that entire situation was him using the Jaw Titan as
4: a Nutcracker. Yes, yes. Like you guys are all out of moves, but I'm not. And then just proceeds to transform again. Just that whole that whole little section is just the massive flex on Aaron's part.
2: Yeah, Aaron really knows
1: how to commit war crimes. <laughs> like a champion. Uh, so my next one goes back to the villains. And it's a scene that makes me laugh all the time. But the implications of its impact on the series are also pretty big. Mm -hmm. And it's the, I'll take this potato chip and And eat it! (laughs) But it's just the fact that Light has the balls, knowing he's under surveillance from the team, trying to catch him, thinking that he might be the killer, to do schoolwork with one hand, watch the news, and with his non-dominant hand... Right in the death note of people who need to die and then them dying while under surveillance and also faking eating a bag of chips. Which also, that's just amazing that he thought of that plan because Ryu told him that he was under surveillance. Let's be real here light in that entire show is a flex. In the first 25 episodes, yes. In the last 12, it's bullshit. It's
4: bullshit. <laughs> I mean, even after,
0: you know, he gets basically world domination.
1: I'm just saying light should have won. The reason he lost was bullshit.
0: I, I don't know how he lost. I, I've seen others, I've seen everything, kind of everything in regards to like Facebook or TikTok or stuff like that, of everything that's happened, including like MatPat's game theory, but I haven't gotten to how he actually gets beaten. I Light I is, probably, is
1: one of, if not my favorite anime villains. I fucking love Light Yagami. Yeah, I love Kira.
0: I need to watch the show. I for some reason I just
1: I couldn't get past the first episode. Well, you're a fucking idiot, Ben. That's one of the <laughs> best and most underrated anime ever.
0: I don't know. like I don't know what it was. If it was just it brought back memories of a worse time in my life, which I'll explain after the podcast, or if it was just. Something else. I I don't know what it was. I couldn't get past the first episode. All right, we got about eight eight to ten minutes left. Let's try and
2: speed run a couple. I've only got one more so. Uh, so there's another one that I really love. Uh, in Overlord. Uh, so this one will also be a villain one. Uh, and it's in the, it's in season three when uh <laughs> the entire, like human army essentially is trying to attack. Uh, Lord Einzul Ghosn, So he decides to do this magic ritual to conjure up this black liquid that like immediately kills like 10,000 people. And then one of the guys goes, "Well, Lord Einz, that was amazing." And he goes, "No, that was the setup. And then all of these monsters start appearing out of the blood of these soldiers. Uh, that go and kill 700,000 soldiers. In, while, like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, While, while Ainzul Gon stood
1: there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a pretty big flex. It's I mean, Ainzul
1: Gon is the most OP person in maybe any show, except possibly uh, One Punch Man.
2: Uh, I mean, yeah, Saitama could own Ainz. he yeah.
1: still oh, One Punch Man. Have you yeah. seen
4: its... The time I got
1: reincarnated by a slime? Not uh, yet. No. It's on the list. But it's... I mean, it's another Isekai, yeah. then. I mean, how not to summon a Demon Lord, Demon Lord Retry, also have OP as fuck Isekai characters.
2: Yeah. But going is kind of the epitome of that, and he's the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: my last one, I'm only gonna say two words for it. You guys will know what I mean, and we'll get more into it later, because it's from Fate Zero. Uh, Gilgamesh, reality.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We'll get more. We'll go into that more when we talk
1: about the show. But <laughs> I had that on my list and I took it off because I'm like, we're already talking about Fate Zero. I'm gonna save it.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that, that's why I'm only saying those two words. For those who've watched the assignment, they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. For those who haven't or have already seen it, they'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But we'll yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll the get more into it we do when do we do get work. into. Yeah, we'll get more into it when we get into our discussion for it. But, yeah, that was my last thing right,
4: cool. Speedrun time. it uh, speedrun time. watching One Piece in the first place. This flex was when Zoro took Luffy's pain away. And, basically, Zoro was already fucked up, like, on the brink of, like, death and some shit. And Luffy was about to die. So he took all of Luffy's, Luffy's pain and took it all at once. And stood there. And Screw came up and asked him what happened. And he said nothing.
3: And there was just blood surrounded by him. And it was all his. Shit
1: was gnarly. Alright, Frenchie. So, yeah, um, we're going back to another uh, OP isekai character, and it's the appearance of dual wielding for Kirito. Because oh, of the fact yeah. he you know shows a skill that is secluded to him. It is an OP skill that only one character out of 10,000 people has, and he uses it to take down, at that point, the highest level boss they've seen. Yeah. Almost dies in the process. And would have taken out the creator of the game in that duel if not for some bullshit immortality thing <laughs> that he caught up on. But yeah, so Kirito dual wielding, especially in that first instance against the blue eyed demon, mm-hmm. is one of the big things of that show of a flex. Yeah, I can agree with that. Alright, Zaria? Uh Should we talk about Promise Neverland? I mean we can we can keep going if we got a couple more minutes and then do a quick run through of TPM. Okay. Um,
2: let's see. I'll have, oh, to, no, I'll no. have to think about uh, another, another... I've got one right more back. that I just thought of. Yeah, comes go ahead. Uh, uh, the very
0: first of... Uh, the uh, breakout of Mewtwo in Pokemon. Because I, I pulled up my Pokemon. Oh my out, god, why
2: didn't I not and think I started thinking, Pocket I'm like, <laughs>
0: wait a minute. Mewtwo strikes back when he just breaks out of the fucking uh, test tube thing and just destroys the entire fucking like, lab. I'm
1: sick of this. Bye. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's
0: like, I'm bored. Bam! It just destroys the whole lab.
1: Yeah. Alright, Wiki, throw a couple more out.
4: Uh, you want a couple more?
1: Just throw, yeah, throw a couple out.
4: Okay, uh, Emma, cutting off her ear in Promise Neverland.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's oh, a huge man. flex. Alright, then you got Kakashi reading his book when he's first tried uh, doing the team test for, uh, <laughs> Uh, Sasuke, Naruto, and Sakura.
4: Black Clover, and uh, you got Asta's group when they're doing the uh, Royal Guard thing when Fenrir's brother was about to kill him. Him, the the batted guy, and the lightning guy all fucking launch themselves and are about to kill this motherfucker. That is a huge flex and a huge fucking oh shit moment. And you got uh, Eskimo versus Galland and. Seven Deadly Sins, mm-hmm. when they do their face off, and Escort basically just tanks everything he throws at him and is about to fucking unleash hell on him, and he runs away like a fucking bitch. Basically, anything the pillarmen do in uh, fucking JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. Also, the Dio stand ability when uh, that one guy is walking up the stairs and he freezes time and then puts him, walks all the way down, moves him, puts him at the bottom of the stairs, and then walks all the way back up in three seconds. And does that over and over again and terrifies. I think mean, his name is Paul enough. And then father creating the son and smab in his hand after he attains the god power. I fucking so he saw that. He that. The sun in his hand.
0: I saw that on the list I was looking at. And I didn't say it because I didn't know how far you were. If he had gotten to that point or not, he's
4: on
1: like the last couple episodes.
0: Oh, I could have said it. Oh well.
1: Yeah. Um. So I've got a yeah, couple there more. There a few that I was avoiding because. Yeah. Um, one that we talked a couple Thanks, weeks ago please. in Charlotte, the you switching bodies just to get them to fight each other and knock everyone out. Yeah. And he's just laughing the entire time he's doing it. His power in general, when he finds out plunder mm-hmm. is his power, that's a huge flex of him just being able to be, okay, your power is mine now. <laughs> and just the way he uses his power And throughout the entire beginning of the show, yeah. cheating through school. It's like, that's fucking dope. Yeah. Um. A kind of similar to Gara versus Lee. Um, Goku removing his weighted clothing versus Tien. I the, saw that scene. Yeah, in the original Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. And him just going, oh, I'm a lot faster now. And then Tien going to pick up the clothing and be like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> Wasn't it like 250 pounds per <laughs> garment?
1: Something like that. I think it was 250 total. Um, yeah, yeah. That's most of them. But then another one from Yu-Gi-Oh!, In the final episodes, Yugi destroying all three god cards in a matter of, like, two or three turns. Mm -hmm. And right before it, Kaiba going, he's not the real king of games, and goes to walk out. And then Yugi yelling, Kaiba, I thought you would love to see the opportunity of all three god cards getting destroyed. And Kaiba just going, okay, I've got to see this, what the fuck. (laughs) And he did it. Yes. Oh, uh, another one that is uh,
2: all flex all the time. Uh, who's also from one punch man but is not one punch man is Garo, the hero hunter <laughs> until he uh, fucking gets hit checked into a fucking shed. That's true, but that happens by Saitama. <laughs> but whatever whenever Saitama's not in the equation, he takes on everybody, and that's and it's the best when he's outside the cabin against all of the A and B class heroes that are trying to, to team up against him and they have this cold calculated plan. But like he still, even when they get some good shots in him and he's injured, covered, like filled with bullets, and he still takes them all out.
1: One Punch Man is just a flex show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Genos is another flex character. Him just yeah. wiping out the entire laboratory. Yeah, although he also gets fucked up more than any other character. He tries. He's Vegeta. He right. tries to flex. Yeah, he's a lot of failed flexes too. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so we just move on to uh, The Promised Neverland.
2: Yeah, so you guys were behind. Uh, you oh, and WakeWiki. Wick
1: Crimson, you have one, real quick? No, no,
2: no, no, no. I, I'm pulling he, in everything yeah, yeah, from this. Before, yes. before
1: we do that, do you want to give your anime assignment? Oh,
3: yeah. Let's yes, do that real quick.
2: So this is one that I watched recently, just out of the blue. I thought I'd give it a shot. And, uh, it's, and I fell in love with it immediately. It's called Id Invaded. That's I D colon invaded. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an anime about this uh, guy who is an ex-detective, and he is hooked up to this machine that lets him go into the uh, psyches of uh, serial killers, and he does that to catch them. Um, uh, and it, It's really sweet, because everybody has their own kind of inner working... Um, uh, kind of like a general content warning uh it's a pretty brutal show it's a show about people going into the minds of serial killers so they're
1: uh we know, did just have Gilles de and
2: in- yeah yeah uh i just like to give content warnings where, where they
1: may be necessary mm-hmm. it's only for, 13 the, for the listeners um which means we got another instance of One Piece at a Time this week. Yeah, we yeah. can actually do One Piece at a Time. I'm not going to uh, lie. I don't remember yes. where I am. 20 to 25, yeah. I think is the... I'm well past that. I mean, Satan, but still. Um, I, I, I yeah, don't just, remember
2: just, just, look, just look up some, summaries of those episodes to jog your memory. Yeah, probably. talk about it. But, uh, yeah, it's a really cool anime. I watched it on a win, and I
1: like yeah. it a lot. All right. So, Promised Neverland. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh my God.
2: <laughs> so I, you guys took way too long just to watch episode four, which is the, primarily the one I want to talk about. Episode five, I want to talk about the ending. Yeah. But, but episode four, uh, do you see what I meant when you asked if it was a good episode? And I said, there's nothing good about that episode. Yes. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: oh, fuck. I want to know where these soldiers come. From. Like I know they're from the demon world, but like, how many humans do they have working for them?
2: I mean, they have a whole half of the planet to work with, right? Uh, so, um, who knows? But uh, the reveal that like Minerva is like dead, long dead. <laughs> can we? Can we talk about the deal that was made with Mom? With Mom. Holy shit. Well, if we're going to talk about the deal that was made with mom, first we should talk about the implication of the fact that mom is in prison, but the escaped kids believe that they're listening in on mom, watching the kids. So where are the kids? I didn't even think about that. Because the the demon said that, for what what it's worth, the demon said uh, that the kids are still alive but they're not on their farm because they all they all know now so they were taken off but they weren't killed because they're high quality yeah uh so where are the kids oh my god phil dead (laughs) no if if they would have killed any of them it would have been phil he's he's the new leader
3: yeah
2: if they were going to make an example it'd be of phil that Stop. is true. Stop. He's not wrong, though.
4: <laughs> I don't want to hear about it.
2: Uh, yeah. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> but yeah, nothing good happens in episode four. Everything that they think that they can just even temporarily survive with while they come up with a plan to rescue the others gets fucked.
1: Every, every bit of it. I did love the... How'd you know there was a second Exit. Well, all the hideouts have it. I'm like, there's more? But then he's just like, cool, so they don't know about the others. And just fucking, you know, yeet him into a hole, then go out (laughs) the back way. Can we talk about how every episode so far, it seems like there's been a
0: back and forth of like, bad episode, good episode, bad episode, good episode. Like, literally every other, like, it
1: flips every (laughs) single episode. I feel like every episode has good and bad. Like, them saying, oh yeah, you guys can now go to like, you know, find Minerva and then all of a sudden, there's the reveal. Oh yeah, we just want. I just wanted to help them so I can eat them later. Yeah. And,
0: and then, then the whole oh, Minerva eat their, thing. eat their kids. Yeah. yeah. And eat then their... there's the Minerva call only to find out he's been dead. Yeah. Well,
1: also we found this hideout. Oh shit! There's a room that has help written it in blood. <laughs> and then they just never explained that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that
2: was the the people like coming to the end of their lives and realizing that they're, they're, they're yeah that they're fucked oh like it was probably breached uh i bet this one this that was probably it, what it happened
0: was been. this this hideout must have gotten attacked like it did now and
1: these were the people that had died in there they should just go back to the hideout
2: the freshly bombed hideout i mean it's
1: been a year <laughs> it's been an extra six months now it's been a year like they straight up said, it's a year has passed
3: oh, since been, they
2: escaped. Yeah, it's been a year since they left mm. the the compound. Yeah, the farm. Um, Which one? That was a big what the fuck was
0: realizing that now we are six months further down the line. Yeah, they,
2: they are now the oldest children to not uh, work for the, work for the farm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, shouldn't
1: so, uh, technically Emma and Ray be above that age mark now? Yeah, they are absolutely. Yeah. They're safe. (laughs) Oh,
2: I'm sure they'll still try to make an exception. But uh, so going back to, to Crimson, you wanted to talk about the deal. We now have huge stakes to the game. If mom is going to be working with the demons, even if it's a farce, even if she's lying, this will cause these kids to die even if it's just, like, a one-by-one one killing off these younger ones. Mm-hmm. Plus oh, the man. smile
0: at the fucking end that she had of, like, yeah, I'm about to wreck some kids.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Mama's coming for payback. These kids yeah. are gonna start dying. Yeah. We, we've... we All of season one, we we now know that only one child from season one has died. Yeah. Yeah. Because Uh, uh, of
0: what happened in this last episode That literally made me At my sister-in-law's house Scream, throw my phone in excitement And drop my jaw All at the same time I predicted it was going to happen You did, but I
1: didn't think it would be true Norman's back! I not only predicted That he was going to be alive Wiki, did I not say Everyone's freaking out I bet they reveal Norman
4: Yep, you did.
1: You did say that. <laughs> I predicted that Norman was going to be revealed in this episode. Yeah, but we were mostly freaking about freaking out about episode four. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm in a bunch of anime groups online. Uh, Everyone well, was posting uh, about yeah. go watch this episode. Yeah,
0: I wasn't even. I don't follow most of that stuff. I stay like when it comes to that show, I stay away from all that stuff because
1: I don't want spoilers. Yeah. If I go on Facebook, I'm usually going to have something spoiled for me. Mm. That's why I know, like, the entire plot of redo of Healer, and I've never watched a single episode. (laughs) And nor do I plan to, because that show is horrible. Yeah, that's just, uh... You yeah. know, part of being on the internet. Now, I will say, Redo of Healer had a flex in it that I almost used, and it was the guy getting revenge on the entire castle and kingdom, yeah. and then saying, I'm gonna change your face and erase your memories to the princess that had basically had him raped over and over again, and then he does it. That That's a pretty big flex. It is a big flex. Plus,
0: he did break her. all her fucking fingers. Yeah. One at a time. But... Yeah, no.
1: Norman's back. All right, what are you gonna say? Some
2: oh.
4: I will say I'm super suspicious of Norman right
1: now. I mean, yeah, Norman's uh, right, saw, honestly, like, yeah,
2: stupidly suspicious. Be- because I'm not taking, I'm not taking it off the table yet that he's working with the farm.
4: Yeah, I don't trust him at all, really, right now. Yeah, I'm happy he's back. Like, I think. He's gonna fuck them over. Because uh, their old relationship.
2: As soon as they started getting like followed by the that first really tall cloaked demon, I saw that it didn't have eyes. So I was like, "Oh, that's a human." Yeah, I thought it was mom. I there was like a very small part that was thinking that, but then I was like, "It's too early for that." Yeah, um,
0: but we don't. Do we know if they're actually humans or not?
2: They, they're wearing the same masks that, uh, that the kids are wearing. You can tell because instead because all of the demons, even the ones that are just in the background, their eyes are yellow. And then with the humans, doesn't matter who the cameras focusing on, they're gray. And they, so and I noticed that immediately and there was that tall one in the orange that started following them around like way up in their grills and I saw gray and I was like, oh shit. That's a, a human. That's a person. Mm. Yeah. I'm oh, oh, and we, we figure out that like uh, bio, why biologically the demons have to eat humans, otherwise they start mutating they and dying. Yeah. Like you see you see those two demons and they go back to like their kids who are growing like weird hands out of their heads and boils and stuff like that. That's pretty crazy. I'm not going to lie, those demons gave... DK? What? Didn't you say, like, they start to decompose or decay? Yeah, yeah, and they also start to, like, just completely change. That's probably how, like, those fucked up uh, demons from the forest are made. Oh, from the ones man. that starve, so but they mutate. Like, but then, but...
1: like, what happened to, like, the two that helped them out? They don't eat humans. That's... A good point. There had there must be there must be something else that keeps them from mutating. Well, it said they have to eat meat, oh. and th- we know that the two eat like birds and animals and stuff like that, just not humans. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they just need meat. I th- I wonder if it's just like the parasites where they think humans are the only food, and then they could learn to eat normal animals like humans. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe that's how the series is going to end. They're going to fix the world. They're
2: going to find out that there is no human half. Yeah, the human, or if there, if that deal was real, the human half already like ended itself with its own warfare. I mean, it or something. is humans <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. I'm so fucking excited for next the next week's episode.
1: Yeah, uh, not the
0: recap, the actual next episode.
1: Yeah, yeah. episode six. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of uh, next week, we should. Uh, move on to our topic for this week for our uh, anime assignment yeah fate zero yeah uh frenchy you assigned it so do you want to get us uh, started on this review well first off i'm just really happy i finally was able to get you to watch it yeah because <laughs> i love this show so much and i actually watched the first episode a long time ago mm-hmm. just on a whim on netflix And like, oh, this is pretty good, but I never really came back to it until I watched it with a friend of ours, and we watched the entire series in a week. Yeah, and loved it. And then we were gonna want we watched the first episode of the sequel series Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works, which the Fate series is just altogether super weird because there's Fate Stay Night, Fate Zero, Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works, because Stay Night came out in like oh six. They realized that there was kind of some bad to it, so they <laughs> released Fate Zero as kind of a retcon prequel, and then gave it the thmab treatment and re-released Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works, which added new characters and kind of retconned a lot of stuff as a true sequel to Fate Stay Night or to uh, Fate Zero. Mm-hmm. And then there's also Fate Apocrypha, which is an entirely different series and world. It's it's an entirely different universe where there's actually like teams of people team red and team black fighting for the holy grail it's weird but anyway this universe um i fell in love from like the one of the first episodes with east kander the writer yeah who is alexander the great which is just amazing and just seeing you know he wants to reach the ocean Mm -hmm. it you know gives me vibes of uh um Behemoth? Yes. He gives me a lot of stuff like that. Um, His power is incredible Mm -hmm. as well. I just don't... Of the summoned people, I don't think there's a bad character in Fate Fate Zero. Fate Stay Night has some people that I don't really care about. But, like, from, you know, Assassin to Caster to Archer. (laughs) Every single one of the characters that is summoned in this series... Has at least like a dope ass power or a fun backstory. I,
2: I love that Gilgamesh, Gilgamesh being archer is literally just because he throws blades at people. Yeah, he's not an archer. He no, just he's not. Throws blades, so that counts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love it. And I, it's so amazing.
0: Yogamesh was truly, like, the sassiest of all of them. Oh, yeah. Like, he did not give a fuck. He looked down on every single person.
2: But he can back up the talk.
0: Yes, he definitely can.
2: He backs up everything he says. So even when he's like, all treasures once belonged to me... And they still belong to me. You all are just thieves. I'm like, you know what? You're not wrong. I believe you.
3: Yeah, (laughs) I believe you. Yeah,
0: he was literally. Yeah, it goes back to he was he as a whole in that show was just a big flex.
2: Yeah. Um. I really like all of the servants. There wasn't a single servant I didn't like. Um. At least in some capacity. Yeah. The the masters were a little. More iffy? Yeah. Uh. <laughs>
0: I feel so bad. I can't re- I, I will say this. I don't remember most of their names. Oh, I felt oh, me so bad for Berserker's master.
2: Oh, yeah. The bug his guy. Life, Yeah, his life sucked.
0: Yeah, like, he was doing all of it to save a little girl. Who, in the end, ended up pushing him into the fucking bug pit anyways and saying nah i don't need you
2: oh don't worry she, she'll she come back yeah she's berserker's master in the next one right
1: uh no berserker's master is really interesting mm. in the next one and there's
0: another show that i mean this is another show i'll have to end up catching up on now
3: along Bro, with all the
1: others. I, I binged unlimited blade works and i told wiki about the fate series and he started watching it and binged the hell out of it am i right <laughs>
4: Yeah, it's really good. I also think I watched it out of order. I think I watched Unlimited Blade Works first before I watched Fate Zero.
1: I think that actually is the case, yes. If I remember correctly. I just remember yeah, us probably one. fine. The first time he and I walked into Anime Iowa together, one of the first cosplays we see is Archer from the second series, from Unlimited Blade Works, and it was amazingly done. Yeah, to
3: that dude who did that,
1: yeah, man, the, this show had
2: a really uh, stacked voice cast. Yes. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I can't argue with that. Uh, who was your guys' favorite servant?
2: Oh, easily, Iskandar. Seconded. And, you know, listeners at home, you won't be able to see the margin. But I guess WikiWiki Wiki also won't be able to see it. But, but, man, it's so close for Gilgamesh to be second. Iskandar, just his personality makes me more excited, so that makes him win, but Gilgamesh is so close, but Iskandar, he's just exciting, and I love him. I love him.
3: Yeah.
1: I I just think he's hilarious. Yeah. Um, You know, just the way he indulges in New Age things yeah i'm really and, sad that the kid never played the video game with him yeah, yeah. <laughs> see i the, one of the things i love about this series too is that it reaches into mythology it reaches into real life people mm-hmm. and just pulls heroic spirits from a wide range of different <clears throat> cultures like assassin heroic
4: was God damn it. Who who was Archer based off of fuck? Gilgamesh. Yeah. Yes. the
1: Mesopotamian god. Yeah. Gilgamesh.
4: I didn't know that. That's tight. Yeah. yeah.
1: The king of Babylon. That's the part that I think is funny is that like, oh, we've got a great, you know, general in Alexander the Great, a great king in um Arturia Pendragon oh we also got a fucking god <laughs> of course they have to fucking yeah.
0: win the
2: holy grail war oh uh, yeah whoever ends up with Gilg- Gilgamesh would have won that it's don't. a win
1: yeah but who, the guy that ends up with him didn't the, win
4: who was the mage the wizard
2: technically Gilgamesh was the last one standing
1: yeah but his his mage didn't win that's true. Kosamine
2: did not win. That's
1: true. Are you talking Although, about his
0: original guy or his new guy?
1: I mean, neither of them won. Although,
2: uh, you, you know, a big thing about that is there was heavy interference with with this game, uh, which you know is a whole reason why the, the other series technically exists. Yeah. Um, but when I, which when I was watching that and. Saber's master is just, like, sitting on the roof with a sniper rifle. That is the first time that I I realize, like, oh, fuck, these people, they don't give a fuck about anything. This is like if in Pokemon, like, when you go and fight Team Rocket, uh they just straight up pull out a gun and and
1: gun red down. <laughs> like how they should do in that yeah. one... Uh, <laughs> oh, I can't remember who made the the video, but it's, it's fucking funny of like how Team Rocket actually should be.
3: <laughs> Ricky,
0: what were you going to say? You sound like you were going to say something. Oh, yeah, who,
4: is the, who is that one tentacle wizard guy oh. based off of? Uh,
0: Yeah. He, he, Dude, I don't yeah. know. So he's an actual guy... Who served alongside Joan of Arc during the war that she was in, uh, who was known for being a very valiant knight before becoming a serial killer of several children.
1: Yeah, convicted child rapist
0: and
2: serial killer.
4: Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah he
0: was based off an actual guy.
2: Ooh. Yeah. I, I want to talk about, uh, first, my love for the every time the sentence caster and his master is said uh it literally never got old that's not a joke it it, it's fun every time i hear it yeah um and then caster's master uh man that's one of the best johnny young Bosch performances ever and fuck he's a psychopath
1: yes that's why Gilles duret is a perfect person for him the whole
0: scene when like he goes full-fledged, like, tentacle monster mode, and then his master's just celebrating. That yeah. gave me chills. Seeing how he's like, this beautiful work of art, defy the god, and everything. I'm like, this guy's fucking savage. Yeah, they,
2: they find a new religion. <laughs> yeah.
0: Only for him to get fucking bodied. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, you
2: had to. You had to put
1: a stop to that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So one of my favorite things in this series is Lancer. Mm-hmm. I think Diermoud is incredible, and I think he has <laughs> one of the saddest deaths.
0: Yeah. Okay, who is that guy actually based off of? Diermoud. I actually don't know who Diermoud is. I know uh, who most of the other guys were. I just don't know who
1: A is. Uh, powerful was. warrior said to have defeated 3,400 opponents in one battle. In Fate Zero, Diermoud is an agile combatant skilled with spears, his right. two weapons possess powerful abilities, but right. Diermude lacks a powerful finishing move.
0: So he was just a powerful knight who bodied a bunch of guys in one war.
1: Yes, yeah, in one battle. Or, yeah, yeah, one battle. yeah, Lancer is my
2: favorite. Um, Lancer is a good choice for your favorite, and his death was depressing. hurt me.
4: Yeah. That's why he was my favorite, because of when he was dying and what he was saying to all of them, I was like, dude...
0: I mean, his, his wish. wish got granted. Everybody got fucking cursed when Holy
2: Grail was revealed. Yeah, good. All he wanted was an, was an honorable fight with
3: Saber. Yeah, that's it. And like, he didn't even get that. Yeah.
1: Um, Wiki, you never... Or not Wiki, I'm sorry. Trunchy. you never really said who your favorite... Oh, character. Iskander. I should have said at the beginning that I fucking love Iskander. Yeah. Mostly because I love Alexander the Great. <laughs> He's one of the most incredible heroes in human history... Well, heroes and villains, depending on which culture you're from. Right. Uh, I love his line uh, where he says,
2: "So if I beat a single servant in combat, you will buy me.
1: You promise to buy me pants." (laughs) (laughs) I his. So we talked about the video game with his master. Yeah. I also felt really bad because you know he used his powers to trick the old couple into thinking he's their grandson mm-hmm. yeah. and then they basically come out and say we know you're not our grandson but we're well, we just love the him. grandpa yeah but yeah, uh, but that i love them. you like you're basically i love you like you're my grandson because yeah. you give us something to have close to us yeah that scene on
2: the rooftop was
1: amazing it
2: was it was so emotional too yeah when he when he says i have grandchildren and they have never even thought to come visit and here you are I, that's just, oh man, that whole conversation was gripping at my heartstrings. Yeah. And then when he, uh, at the yeah. end, when he he's the only one who kind of got a happy ending. Yeah. And when he decides that he's gonna stay with the grandparents until he decides to go abroad and yeah. travel the world. And, and then
1: he's yeah. Candiru's entire army gets wrecked by his uh, Gilgamesh's noble phantasm.
2: Yeah, but of course, <laughs>
0: which goes back to what my flex was that was way too overpowered for what it should have actually been Wait till you see him in the next one. Gilgamesh comes back. <laughs>
3: Gilgamesh
2: is still alive. Awesome. yes uh, okay he's alive again. So he's alive still. So technically they're not alive during the Grail Wars but now he's flesh. Oh that's true. <laughs> oh yeah he's not a spirit anymore. So my
0: favorite servant honestly I think it's just because of how I am is Gilgamesh. Because, because it's not even like it's not even for the op status of it it's of the way that he is confident enough to know he can't be fucked with he's so maniacal with his scheming and it works so beautifully yeah and he just his calm demeanor during even like the
2: biggest moments it it's beautiful not gonna lie, I totally thought your favorite one would be Berserker.
0: I love... Berserker. he's in the
2: shadows. He's a shadowy edge lord. I liked Berserker's ability of just anything he
0: touches is his phantasm. Yeah. That was cool. Including fighter jets. Including fighter That scene was amazing. That whole fight was incredible. Bro, the, but... the animation in this show is... Top notch. In, in...
1: Yeah. But,
0: <laughs> uh, no, I honestly... In all, in all honesty, I was not too big a fan of Berserker because of the fact that uh, I was like, "What's going on?" Um, Because of the fact that he didn't seem to have a very important role or like a big reveal or big backstory or anything until the last episode that he was. I
1: mean, that's the whole point. They're trying to keep the fact that he's Lancelot a a secret for the reveal.
3: Yeah. Yeah,
0: but. You don't see you don't see him show up very often. I think the only times you see him show up where it matters most are the fight at the docks, the jet fight, and his reveal.
1: That's it. I love the fact that he's corrupted because of the extra power they put on him, mm-hmm. and he become That's one of the reasons that Lancelot becomes berserker yeah. instead of like another saber or even like a lancer yeah. or something like that. He becomes berserker because he becomes corrupted with hatred and revenge wanting against Arturia, mm-hmm. which that's the part I love. I don't think his reveal is that great. I kind of saw it coming with how much he's basically hated um, Arturia. It's like, okay, there's got to be a relationship, and the only thing I could think of would be Lancelot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but And it also kind of
2: makes sense because Arturia has that uh, flashback where she mentions a single person who left the round table, Um, so it makes sense that one of them would show up yeah I did not like
0: Arthur aka I fucking love Arturia
1: I love Arturia so much she's great I almost named Athena Arturia
3: yeah
0: (laughs) I, I think the reason I don't like her is because they put they put too much focus on her being a main character even though there wasn't a specific main character of the show it seemed because everybody had like their own different story, and you got to see all the stories, but it seemed like they tried almost a little too hard to force her as the main character. Well,
2: it's because she is the most familiar face of the of like all of Fate, pretty much. I mean, yeah, there's she, she's around the most. Yeah, yeah, I like just, even in
1: the other Fate series, like Arturia comes back, like yeah. straight up is not even a a. Uh, she never died, did she? Yeah she, tot- yeah, she yeah, definitely did.
2: Yeah, she totally did. Yeah. De- oh, when de- she
0: activated Excalibur, yeah,
2: yeah, destroying the the Holy Grail. Character. Yeah. I forgot that part. Absolutely. But like,
1: yeah, um, she comes back. She's there's a different version of Saber, who's essentially the same character in Fate Apocrypha, who's revealed in the first episode. And but yeah, I think she's even better in Unlimited Blade Works mm-hmm. because her relationship with her master is really good and you see her very vulnerable mm-hmm. at times. Um, there's certain aspects I don't like as much but I, I fucking love Saber. She was i tell the rewatch was arguably my favorite character but then I just remembered how much I love East Candor. <laughs> I fucking love Ryder. That scene where he gathers uh, uh, Gilgamesh and
0: Arturia together yes, at a I garden was hoping we would talk
2: about this. and he just
0: started all just drinking and talking about like that, Why were you a king, or something like that? that or might what makes be the you the best episode? Yeah, that, that I will say was the best episode. That was the episode that actually piqued my interest the most,
1: followed by the jet fight. But it, 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 that scene always reminds me of in Game of Thrones, the episode right before the battle for Winterfell mm-hmm. against the, the Night King, mm-hmm. where it's called Knights of the Seven Kingdoms. And it's just like Jamie, Brienne. Um, I think uh, Davos and uh, why can't I think of the short guy? Wait, Tyrion. Tyrion are all just sitting around drinking and talking about life and different deep aspects. Yeah, it's just that type of shit. I love episodes like that because it's such a breath of fresh air from all the fighting. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: um, that and that episode did it really well, and it's one of the big reasons that I love Eastendar so much because he pops up. Out of the blue, just to drink with Saber, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, I invited God to drink with us too." I think that was. I
0: think that's enough, that episode's another <laughs> reason why I also really like Gilgamesh was because that episode, while he was still snarky and you know the way he was, still Gilgamesh. Yeah, he yeah. while he was still Gilgamesh, it did show just a hint of humanity in him in regards to like. Yes, I think you guys are all mongrels. In, a, in a words from his. That's
1: what I was going to say. The great quote is, filthy mongrels, all of you. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, in a way, he still had some respect to them. In in his own way. And I thought well, that not was... not for
2: Saber after that. But... Oh, yeah. Not for Saber, but... That <laughs> definitely is Kadar. Yeah.
0: Um... Can uh... we talk... <laughs> so, I was going to say, can we... I remember what I was going to go back to...
2: Can we talk about how depressing the backstory of Saber's Master is? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and they they actually talk about it in the first episode when they mention that he blows up a plane just because his target was on it. <laughs> and then we have his flashback. That was Whoa. depressing. <laughs> I actually almost started crying at that moment because I was like, oh, no. That show really casually, in a flashback of all things, was like, oh, by the way, there's vampires, and they're everywhere. Yeah. Uh, And then, they're just... Then they're gone. Uh, Uh, I will say, fuck the priest guy.
1: Uh, Oh, Kotamine? Yeah. Dude, he's awesome.
4: Fuck
1: you. No, fuck Kotamine. Guess who else is back for the next series? Kotamine. And you're gonna hate him even more. Of course I will.
0: I don't know... What it is about this guy? He just,
1: the fact that he murdered his so-called best friend? Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah, the, but no, he, I, he reminds me of someone from another anime. I just, I can't wrap my head around it. Like, just his entire aspect just reminds me of someone else I've seen in an anime, but I can't put my head on who.
1: Oh, I don't know if you picked up on it, but we've actually met Gilgamesh, too. Yeah, he's Grimjow. Yeah, yeah. he's Grimjow. He's also Dobby. He's Yato from Noragami. He's Zeke Yeager. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's Davi in MHA? He's also Champa in Super. Dragon Ball Super. Mm-hmm. And he's also Vulcan in Fire Force. Yeah. My,
3: hey! Yeah,
1: it, uh, Grim, That's where I recognize the voice of Gilgamesh
2: from. Grimjow is how I like got his autograph. Yeah. And also, uh, I think even still, is my favorite voice acting role of his. But... Man, Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh is the yeah, one that I have signed. Yeah, it's hanging yeah, in my yeah. office. Gilgamesh, is Gilgamesh cool. fucking slaps.
1: Oh, man. It
4: is... What's up?
2: I have both. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, I, uh, if I was in a grail war, first I would cry. But if... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> their lives suck. For Crying being, is a free for, for being uh, powerful families of mages. Their lives are awful. Um... And crimson is destroying my furniture. I'm trying not to. I swear to God, uh, your furniture's already coming apart. Uh, sure it is. Um, <laughs> fucking committed.
0: <laughs> fucking chair, man. Uh,
2: I, 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 totally, I totally lost my, my train of thought. Uh, if you were like, in a grail war. Uh, oh, if I was in a grail war, post cry. First, first, I would cry. <laughs> and but Which if reaction, if uh, my servant turned out to be Gilgamesh, I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. I'd feel like hundred yeah, percent better. Yeah. Go <laughs> get him.
1: Go get him, Daddy.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh man, all right. You can call the shots and everything. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. I don't even need these like commands. We're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna do what you're gonna do. I'll just, I'll just." Try not to die, and and <laughs> I'll and, stay out of your way. I'm gonna go hide in the bunker. Oh, oh, the Grail and all earthly treasures are yours. Well, yeah, sure. You can get you can get your
1: Grail. You want to uh, have your wish granted? <laughs> cool. Yeah, do it.
2: <laughs> you can
0: have your wish granted, just as long as I'm still alive at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, his... as long
0: as my position has not changed, go for
2: it. Yeah, like like, they're all so fucked. For their stupid conspiracies and and underground bullshit, if if everything was as straightforward as it's supposed to be, as straightforward as Gilgamesh, <laughs> it, it, yeah, and then Gilgamesh would win every time. If yeah. it, if these were like Pokemon rules, where only the only the servants fight, Gilgamesh wins. Yeah, that's probably how it was in the past. Right. Probably, probably.
0: So, <laughs> here's another question that I thought about: If you guys. Had to choose what servant you were between like lancer, archer, saber, that stuff. Oh, what class we would pick? Yeah, what class would you choose, and what would you want your specific weapon of choice for that class be? Uh, Better yet,
1: what hero would you be throughout time?
2: Oh okay, yeah, there you go. What hero would you rather would you rather be? That's a, a that's a really hard question. Um, I mean, I think it'd be really cool to see like a Richard the Lionheart. Uh, Who is one of the, you know, Holy Crusaders? Yeah. Um, I think he would be a real awesome. He would probably be a saber.
1: More likely, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I I I want to say mine, but do you mind a minor spoiler for Unlimited Blade Works? It's yeah. not. It's really not that big. No, I don't care. Um, mine would be Berserker, and it'd be Hercules. Ooh. And berserker is Hercules in the second series, <laughs> yeah, and he's fucking dope and does not get used enough. I love their use. Of, I I can't remember if they actually call him Heracles or not. I think it's Hercules, but
0: mm.
2: oh, they go with
1: that probably um, the Roman, Greek,
0: the Greek rather than Roman.
1: No, they go with well, the Roman, Or rather vice versa. Greek.
2: Well, I don't know if if they if they're gonna call Alexander the Great East Kandar, they might. Maybe they do say it right. I don't. Know. I think. It, I think if I remember correctly, it's Hercules. That's disappointing. It's not, it's not Heracles. No, that's a little disappointing. Are
0: Hercules. <laughs> um, I would probably. It's a toss-up between two. I'd either go Merlin as a caster or Robin Hood as an archer.
2: Both those, those are fair. Yeah. I mean, I guess now that I really think about it, uh, I would probably want to be a caster if I was a servant. Just because I like magic. I would also choose Artemis as an archer.
0: Yeah. That would be a really good archer. I'd be so hesitant being a caster, though, because everybody I mean, would know what your phantasm is. It's whatever you cast your spells from. Like, they knew immediately what Gidderes was based on the fact that he opened his book, and they're like, oh, that's his phantasm. We right. gotta wreck it. Wiki, what's
1: yours?
4: Uh, probably the actual uh, Daramud Lancer. I like his spears and his abilities with those things. Yeah. Causing, causing wounds that literally cannot heal until I am dead or broken. And the other one where it pierces magical armor.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is really good. The double-edged lance. God damn it. <laughs> I also would have accepted... Uh, I, I'm huge... Obviously, you guys know I love Greek mythology. So, like, mm-hmm. Leonidas as a lancer. Yeah, that'd be I'm sweet. sure he'd probably have, like, a dope-ass power.
0: Yeah. I can only imagine... Um uh Achilles being a saber I
1: wonder what Achilles would actually fit into because like if he'd be a lancer or if he'd be a saber I mean a lot of them what would used...
4: Genghis Khan be
1: Genghis
2: rider. Khan rider, rider. rider. yeah rider. yeah it's a that's that
4: be fucking crazy
1: considering Genghis Khan is just like another version of um Alexander the Great Yeah. Yeah, But
4: even. But okay, I'm going to say this. I don't actually (laughs) think he's better, but he's a better Alexander the Great.
1: His category would Uh, be fucker.
4: But for (laughs) comparing wise, wise, he was way better at it.
2: Mm. Um, Because literally,
4: like, one out of ten people have his bloodline.
2: uh, Yeah. Pharaoh Ramses would probably also be a rider
1: or an archer. Yeah. What about Moses' caster? (laughs) Moses
2: could be a dope caster Who do you want
1: for your caster? I want Jesus Christ (laughs) I want God himself I mean if they have Gilgamesh Did you mean (laughs) Gilgamesh? Give me uh, Ares. Give me the God of War as Berserker. Fuck. Give me Kratos.
3: Fuck. Give me yeah. Hades as yeah.
2: Berserker. Fuck, if, if gods are on the table, then I'll just start picking off some Shinto gods. I'll take Sukiyomi, God of the Moon, who has been known to kill other gods. Give me Anubis. Yeah. <laughs> Give me Anubis as Caster. Oh, Anubis would totally be Caster. Uh, I- Izanagi would be Lancer. With a spear that can create worlds. Oh
1: my god. So, uh, what would your guys' rating be for?
4: Hmm. start with...
1: Whoever wants to go first.
2: Uh, I will give it... I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Nice! Uh, it's, it's not perfect, but it's pretty close. My only problems with it is uh, juggling all of the fucking people. Yeah. And I legitimately lose track of... Especially in the in the earlier parts of the series, Some, there were parts where I would kind of lose track of who is who for the you know anybody who's not a servant.
1: <laughs> That's what I kind of like of um, Unlimited Blade Works. It's a little more fast paced in the beginning and kind of you know rips through a couple characters pretty quickly. Yeah, and then focuses in more on the main characters. Yeah,
2: but uh, like the action is phenomenal. Uh, the character development, even when it is a lot, it's it's really good.
1: Um, and, yeah, all of the powers are awesome. Uh, <laughs> I just realized Eastcander is straight up just MCU Thor. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 Yeah, all of the... Another!
2: All of the <laughs> noble phantasms are fucking awesome. Um, so, yeah, uh, 9 out of 10. I feel pretty comfortable with that. I'll have to actually go a little lower than that. I'm gonna go eight out of ten. Um,
0: I agree. There was, a aside from like, I cared more about the servants than I did the masters. I didn't give a fuck about the masters. I think that's kind time. of the
1: point. Is they focus more on character development for most of the servants. Yeah. But...
0: Well, I mean, and even when they did do some character development for the masters, the only one I truly gave a fuck about was the uh, the hired gun, the mercenary guy. But like, I. There was, again, there were too many characters to try and, for me to focus on and remember everything going on. Um, the fights were incredible. Admittedly, yeah. Yes. Uh, the character development for the servants were really good. Um, still wasn't a fan of Jean. I think, again, it was because they were purposely trying to make her the main character, but I, I, in a show where there's 10 main characters and you're trying to push one more slightly by the rest, even...
2: Man, honestly, though, I feel like Iskandar got the most screen time.
0: Yeah, and that's why, again, <laughs> that's why I'm so iffy on because we like Iskandar seemed like more of a main character than Jean did, but they were trying so hard to push us to ha- think she was. Um, but. I yeah, they were getting were,
2: confused because you keep referring to her as Jean.
0: Yeah, Jean, Jean of
2: Arc. Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, 8 out of 10. There were, some, there were quite a number of flaws, but the fight scene, the
1: action and everything was really good, um, and the ending was confusing as fuck. The ending's supposed to be. It leaves it up for the next series to help explain. Fair enough.
0: Sorry.
2: There was a lot in the, in the ending sequences that I loved, though, too, uh, when he was inside of the grail, mm. and that whole sequence of that
3: what his wish me.
1: should be.
2: Yeah, that with me hard oh, yeah. oh man I, I loved all of that that was crazy
1: wiki you're the only other one that had watched this before is it as good as you remember
4: uh yeah no I'm giving this a 10 out of 10 uh I have had I have no problems with the show I think it's a phenomenal show uh I disagree with you guys entirely on uh all the side character stuff and everything I think everything's fucking phenomenal
0: I feel like after a rewatch, it probably would make more sense. Like, watching um, it the first time... I liked time... it
4: back then, anyway. I thought it was just as good a show as when I first watched it as it is now. Um, I like how they're, so, like, re-watching it and thinking about the, like, the Blade Works and all that, too. Like, how they close it up at the end. I fucking really loved I do dude. a 10 out of 10. And uh, it's fucking dope. Um, I also don't think they also trying to make you think there was a main character because this was a show about a holy grail where someone's gonna win you don't know who's gonna win it's just like zodiac wars yeah who the main character is supposed to be
2: this shows a lot like zodiac wars and yeah we did mention that in zodiac wars who the character we all thought was going to be the main character dies in the first episode. Yeah.
4: yeah. Like that, you're not supposed yeah. to... There's not a main character. It's
2: Yeah, and in a battle royale.
4: It's a, it's a battle royale. You're, it's supposed to confuse you and do all this stuff. So you don't know what's going to happen.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the uh, Masters like stories and everything, going back through and watching again, I feel like it would make a lot more sense and everything yeah. versus the first time watching it where I was just really confused because I was yeah, trying to keep a... track of everything. Well,
2: it's also the fact that most of them don't live to see the quote-unquote main series. Yeah,
0: I mean, like, with, like, the rivalry between, like, some of the families and between certain people, like, it all just
2: kind of confused me. Well, it, that's that one is actually exactly the same as, uh, as Zodiac Wars. Yeah. Where it's, you know, these elite families have these elite abilities that put
1: them into this competition, for to, more power, to me, Fate Zero is what Zodiac Wars could have been mm-hmm. with if they had expanded out to you know further than twelve episodes. Yeah, is the equivalent was, of the, like what you was, thought Sword yeah. Art or a show of
0: Sword Art Online should have been.
4: And you got to think that when we rated Zodiac Wars, I think you Cole rated it lower than you did than Zodiac Wars, but arguably this is a way better version of Zodiac Wars.
0: I liked yeah. Zodiac Wars a bit more Because there wasn't a lot of like The masters backstories I had to worry about It was just the characters that were fighting
1: That's were... because Zodiac Wars didn't focus on stories It was literally just trying to be fights Yeah That's why I didn't like it as much
4: That's why this show is better Because it, it's a... you have just about that much more action And you have also more story
2: Because Zodiac Wars is almost the same amount of characters Yeah Because it's 12 characters versus Fates, 14 characters. I think they just kill off a character every episode of Zodiac, though, to make it easier to find Close. Close, yeah. There's some episodes where nobody
1: dies, but then in the next episode, several people die. But yeah, Yeah. more or less. So, uh, my rating is like a 9, 9.5, somewhere in there. Well, which one? Well, which one? (laughs) I'm going to go 9.5. I I absolutely (laughs) love this show. I've loved it since the first time... I watched the first episode, but then got distracted because, you know, college. Right. Fair but enough. rewatching the first episode, then watching the series the first time, I loved the action. I was engaged in the story. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any trouble following along with any of the characters. And maybe it's because I, you know, spent a lot of time, like, watching this show and then being hyped about it and Googling of what the characters are and who they represented from. And we didn't even talk about Assassin, how fucking dope. They yeah. are okay. Yeah, this, what was
0: Assassin based off? I don't know.
1: Uh, so there's,
2: uh, there's an assassin. They say his name in it, but I can't remember it. I but, can't remember. But it. But he was he was, uh, famous in the Middle East for uh, assassination. But the thing that made him special historically is that nobody knew if it was one person or an organization. Yeah, they couldn't
1: tell because that because they were so good at what they did. Hassan Isaba. E. Yeah. I I think he's dope. Or they're dope. um. And uh, I'm really excited if you guys end up watching the uh, next series of some of the people you'll get to meet. And honestly, I love Hercules in it, but he's arguably one of the worst <laughs> yeah. of the people. That just goes to show how good the people are in Unlimited Blade Works. But yeah, I highly recommend Continuing on with the series. it's just another 25 episodes. Mm-hmm. If I, I,
0: mean, if I power through ID Invaded. It's 13
1: episodes.
2: You got time. I'll probably, I'll probably watch it
0: while I play Genshin tomorrow.
2: It's also, it's not ID. It's id, which is an actual word. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. the, it's the part of your brain that, uh, has primal thoughts. I'll probably get through a couple episodes of that tonight and then watch it in the background while I play, uh, yeah. Genshin. Yeah, id for me is one that like the first episode was enough to for me to be like, okay, I'm I'm in it. <laughs> I'm okay.
1: Any final thoughts before we wrap up, gentlemen?
2: uh Fate Zero is super dope. Yeah, uh, and anime flexes are also dope. And <laughs> sometime we should do another episode, like a part two.
1: Yeah, <laughs> part two of anime flexes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Worst anime fa- or most failed flexes. Failed flexes.
4: <laughs> oh, I can
1: think of a couple.
2: All right, Wiki, you good?
4: Yeah, good. All right. right.
2: Well. All right, well, uh, thanks again, everybody, for joining us. Uh, This has been another episode of the Weekly Weaves. Uh, We'll catch you next week. See you. Bye-bye.
1: Thank you so much for tuning in to the Weekly Weaves podcast. We'll be back next week with more exciting anime
2: talk. Make sure to join
0: us every show to stay up to date with what's going on in the world of anime. We'll catch you next time.